Bonjour à tous. Bonjour et nous allons le retour ici dans le chat pour notre série de chat talk. Back for was it se season four now? Season three. three. Season three of Shed <laughs> Talk. The, the years are passing me by. So I'm joined as always by veteran and captain Leonardo Bianca. Bonjour à tous. <laughs> How are you doing? Are you feeling rested after two years away from the Shed? Yeah, yeah. To be honest, off the first season, I, I didn't think we would ever do this again. And here we are, number three. I'm sure. I'm sure you'll be saying the same again in two years' time. In two years' time. Now you're away for the last one, you've been injured, you've come back, you're injured again, you've travelled around South America. How are you feeling, Dan Grimes? Welcome back. I'm feeling very refreshed. Glad to be back. You sound a bit bunged up. Yeah, but... I know, it's got a bit of a cold, but it's alright. Get through it. Safe to say you're the Owen Hargreaves of the group. I'm more of a Darren Anderson <laughs> or Jamie Redknapp to be honest, but... So you're yet? Yeah. He needs to retire early. Hopefully not during this tournament, because no. we, have no, <laughs> we don't have any super subs, as it were. And That's now... Actually. Also a veteran, but here for one episode before he goes to Australia, Christian Gedia. How is everyone? Christian I've missed it. It's safe to say I have missed it. You're looking more hench no. than two years ago. I like ago. to call it Emmanuel Frimpong. Emmanuel so, so what's the secret? Why do you look so muscular these days? You wanted to get fit for shed talk. <laughs> you wanted to get fit for the, you know... So then he looked in the mirror and realised he needs to be in Australia to show off this summer body. That's it. You can't have it in England, can you? You don't have to show it off. No, exactly. And promoted from the under-21s. He had one cap to his name, but he has now been promoted to the full, the senior team. Bob Trofer. Yo, yo. How does it feel to, to be in the, in the side? Feels good. Ready to produce the stats and I'm coming. I'm sure you're the most knowledgeable one here. I've no doubt that Bob is the most knowledgeable person here. <laughs> yeah. Well, when you're collecting stickers for the Panini sticker, you grow up playing FIFA as well, you know every single player in the whole of Europe. We've <laughs> got long gone are the days of our football manager days, Dan. I never played it, mate. I was more of a FIFA player. Are you a Alexander FIFA? Felix Klein? <laughs> oh, that was, that was golden time. It was golden time. Anyway, Euro 2016 is a very different tournament to what it was two years ago. Of course, it was Euro 2014. No, then, two years ago, it was the World Cup. All right, four <laughs> years ago. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> We're, we're amateurs, but let's go. So there's 24 teams. Yeah, opposed to 16. Expanded from 16. So how does it work now, Leo? So almost, surely it's impossible to get out of the group stages now. Impossible to what, get knocked out, you mean? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's obviously like a lot different. To explain it to people who don't really know what's going on, like if you've got 24 teams with uh, six groups, if two teams qualify from each of those groups, then you've got... 12. Well, you've got 12 teams, so you need an extra four to, you know, to create a group stage, to, uh, to, create, to create a knockout stage where it finally comes down to two teams. So basically, four third-place teams in out of the six groups will qualify. And how is this decided? 
Well, you know, it's the ones with the most points, really. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what happens in the event that these teams have got the same amount of points? Well, the same amount of points. It goes about points and goal difference. But this is why it's so hard for teams to get to exit out of the group stages. You, you know, got, it's, you it's, really it's, yeah. I mean, you win one game in your group, and then uh, you know that's it. You're more or less qualified because three points. But to be honest, like you know, being an Italian sport in this uh, in this. Uh, in this tournament, I actually reckon Italy would even the Italians will struggle to even get out of the group, even with this new system. But the good thing about this, I would like to point out, is once you qualify from the group, even with like let's say two points, like you manage to qualify in third place, anyone's game. Because once it's knockout, and that's why I reckon the tournament will be a lot better because you will have like some random pony team. teams. Yeah. Mm. So do you think yeah. this could be? Won by a team who comes it third could, in the group. It could. It could be another Greece. It could be another Italy 2006. You know, surprise. Yeah. <laughs> Not that bad. Not even the lines of Denmark. Or Leicester. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a different story. It's a league, but you know. Dan Grimes, as you were saying. I was going to say, I totally agree with Lee, because look at Group F. You've got Portugal, Iceland, Austria and Hungary. That means that two teams, potentially, out of Iceland, Austria and Hungary, will probably go through. That's assuming mm. the Portugal get out. Yeah, so overall, really, they're going to go out. They're overall, six te- only six teams get knocked out after the group stages. It's pretty We're going to have one big stuff. surprise, I think. Definitely. Northern Ireland. Northern Ireland. <laughs> well, more on that to come when we offer our Who's predictions. So, Dan, as the flag bearer for the Free Lions in mm-hmm. the shed, mm-hmm. talk us through this English team. It's young, it's hungry, it's got Jamie Vardy... Are they going to be having a party? <laughs> no, I don't know. The thing about England is that, yes, we've got a young team, an experienced team. There's going to be no fear. We've got two strikers in Vardy and Kane who are both in form. Obviously, top goal scorers in the Premier League. And we have a 100% record in qualifying, which means nothing, as we all know. But the only thing I would say is that our defence, historically, you've got Tony Adams, Gary Neville, Campbell, <laughs> Rhea Ferdinand. Now, who have we got? Chris Smalling, Gary Kevin can't even get in his team. And John Stone does Cruyff turns on the end of the box. So, I don't know. It's, we, need, we need to probably, I reckon, adapt the sort of Brendan Rodgers philosophy of his top, near, near title inside. Yeah, get sacked. Always <laughs> get sacked. Nah, score more goals in your position. Do you think they we're going to ship goals. There's no doubt we're going to ship goals. So, we, we need our strikers to the England floor. could do it. I, I reckon they could do it. But, you know, with these tournaments, knockouts, like, nobody knows. And that's why England could do it, because nobody knows. Nobody. Chris, you're shaking your head. Do you think they should have taken Mark Noble? Mark Noble? What's Mark Noble going to bring? He's not going to change the game, is he? You've got Danny Drinkwater as a better player than him in the middle. I think he's one of those types of players that he could hold. He holds the ball up. What, better than Danny Drinkwater? Is he better than Jordan Henderson? I think he's better than Jordan Henderson. Jordan Henderson even going to start? Yeah, however, we will see um, Wilshere starting, probably. What is a weakness in the midfield? I I personally, I don't want Jack Wilshere to start. One, I personally think he's a very greedy player. He's played. I, I mean, I reckon if him and Deli Ali played together, he will stand Deli Ali because even in the England Turkey game we just watched, he wouldn't pass to the likes of Deli Ali, who needs freedom. I would just like to point out, opposed to you know, you said like the England midfield have got a weakness in Wilshire. I mean, at least they've got a midfield. You know, the Italians don't. Pirlo's not there. Marquisio, Verratti. You're a fan of Napoli, Jorginho, isn't this his chance to shine? No, no, it's funny. He's not. He's a half decent player, but the thing with Jorginho, he's well, he's Brazilian, so you, you never really think of him. Being <laughs> yeah, you can't look at players team. like Nathalie. Look at the Turkish team; they're all German. True. Yeah, I mean, true. Germany's team is Turkish. All Turkish. Both. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Jorginho, good point. Going back to England, yeah. Did the uh, the Tottenham game against Chelsea 
Did that did that worry you with Delhi Ali and various yeah. other key players for England losing their rack? Well, Delhi Ali didn't play in the game, did he? Because he was uh, already suspended. suspended. But I I think it's good that we've got players who are feisty. We need that. We want a feisty player up front who runs in the channels like Jamie Vardy. We need a Delhi Ali getting stuck in. We don't have them before. We need feisty players to stand up to. You were basically trying to say the hunger to win. Yeah, the because hunger to win. They is, want to win. And they, they, need probably, to be, they need to have that yeah. feisty mentality in them. And this is, this is why Vardy's like, you know, a special player. Opposed to, let's say, like Spain. This is why I predict Spain will definitely not win it. I mean, the guys in that team, you know, not all of them, but most of them, they've won World Cup, two Euros. I mean, opposed to like a team like England or, let's say, like even France, like or Belgium, like strong teams, you know, they, they, did they have the hunger to win? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, but how can you well, how can you judge someone's hunger? For because they want to. They want to. They're in the. I'm sure they, they want to win, win, but it's, it's, it's it might not be there. I know. Like Dan, I, mean, I can't judge it. Sounds like Dan was describing Marcus Rashford. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good, good player. Mar- um, really? Rashford, I don't. I don't understand why they bring him. He should be playing in the twenty one Toulon tournament. Maybe he's there for and scoring some goals and getting some exposure and getting some experience at international football of international tournaments. Not sitting there on the bench. Who's they're going to bring him on? No. Is it, is that because you're a fan of Theo Walcott and suggest that he should have been called up? Oh, is anyone a fan of Theo? Do you still think Andy Carroll <laughs> still doing? Yeah, we've got we've got a good strike force in <laughs> Kane, Vardy, Daniel Sturridge to come on, and Rooney potential striker. Yeah. I mean, opposed like you know the English strike force is half decent. Opposed to the Italians, we they don't even have a strike. Yeah, exactly, you've got Cristiano Pelé <laughs> with three goals in the in the uh, qualifying. Yeah, that's Top true. goal scorer. Top goal scorer. Three Who else going to score goals for really? Buffon. <laughs> Bob, what do you think of this England team? I uh, I don't think uh, they are capable of winning it just because their their players aren't used to playing in big tournaments like this. Vardy, yeah, he's done well in the Premier League this year, but will he do it on an international level? He's done it in friendlies, but playing in the Euro against a cra- crowds that are backing the team more, it's different. Yeah, I think Bob's got a good point because. One thing I would say, the Wales game is crucial. If England lose to Wales mm. in Euro 2016, the whole of the media will go against them. And then how that I mean, it really depends if they qualify or not. But If we don't qualify, yeah. it would be ridiculous because we've got Slovakia, Russia and Wales. Are, yeah. you, are you scared of Wales? Nah, I'm... Everyone says Wales is a one-man team of Gareth Bale, but I don't think it is. They're a solid unit. With Bale just the pivotal at the right of the point of the pyramids. They've got they, they Aaron seem... Ramsey put in the stream. You got Ashley yeah. Williams, solid Swansea defender, played in a yeah, great relegation battle. <laughs> and Joe Allen sitting in the defensive midfield. Well, yeah, and, oh yeah, Pirlo in like the, in the midfield. You know, he's joined Wales this season. Chris, you'll, you'll be supporting England. What, what do you think? Do you do you look at Wales as I a think key it's game? a very different England team from what they've had? They don't have superstars in there, with the likes of Wayne Rooney. But <clears throat> it's very different, even with the whole sort of atmosphere around England. Everyone's there's not they're not expected to do any. Well, in saying that, they're not expected to do or win it. I think they're going in there with optimism. There's no. It's kind of like the pressure's off. I think so, the pressure's no, off because agree, genuinely they probably won't win it. You know. I yeah, think it's, 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 it's gonna... a likely tournament where you can take. Like if you rewind back to Sven Goran Eriksson's England. He was absolutely berated for taking Theo Walcott, but fast forward now, if you take a Rashford, there's going to be no there's going to be no qualms in even playing him. So you might as well give him the opportunity, and he could. And he's looked like he's taken. Well, yeah, this I mean, is all, this is all hypothetical. There is a difference between Rashford and like Theo Walcott in the sense that Walcott, when he went to two thousand and six, hadn't played 
no Premier League football or anything. He just joined, you know, Arsenal on a limb, whatever, like early beginning, well, mid-season, whenever it was. And Rashford, on the contrary, he's actually doing all right. He's played big games, and he's been performing. So there's a bit of difference. I do there. think. I do think that. And I'm sure if he brings Rashford, he'll play Rashford, opposed to when Sven Joran Eriksson brought Walcott. I think Roy, I think Roy could have been a little bit more adventurous with his picking, though. I think Mark Noble did deserve a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why is Mark Noble coming to the table? You look at what West Ham did this Good season. Man. He's not, he's, not, he's not better than the players that are there. He's a, he's a good player for West Ham. He's a good low I mean, club yeah. center, but he's not an international player. I think in the light, if England do get through, and if England do sort of win it, when you're playing the likes of, say, France and a Germany, you need a player like you need a player who will run and run and run and run in the midfield as the, like an engine room sort of player. And Mark Noble is that. I don't think you can say the same thing about Jordan Henderson. You don't think you can say the same thing about the legs of Jack Wilshere. Hmm. So he would have been... A clever player to sort of bring. One, one, one last thing about him. What, what, what do you think Wayne Rooney's role will be in the England team? Paul Scholes role. I think. Be, um, I think he should be a good cheerleader. No, yeah, exactly. Like you know, you know, like the bench, right? You know the seats. Like you know, when someone gets subbed, it's nice to keep them warm. Spruny, <laughs> mate, come on, come on. No, let's be realistic here. Wayne Rooney. No, no, you'll play a lot. Like, technically, it's incredible, and we need an experienced guy there. To calm down the younger players because he's a really good role model for being calm. Experience flop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so moving on. on. Okay, so Italia, Leo. We're, we were born and raised in England, but to Italian families. Yeah. The Italian team is is the one I guess that you follow, that Bob follows. I'm impartial here. I'm the presenter. What, what do you think of Italy, Bob? You were disappointed with the team this morning when you saw it. Yeah, I thought there was players like Berardi who's hungry to prove himself to Conte. And Berardi is a strong player. I've, I've seen him in Serie A yeah. and he's really shined. But we do have good players that can produce like Candreva, El Shirawe coming back to Roma has shown what he can do. And... Bernadeschi and Bonaventura, will they start? I'm not sure, but they can give a good creativity to the game and even get goals. And even in Signe, set piece, set pieces. Oh, he's phenomenal free kicks, isn't he? And I think Insigne could be a key part as well to this too. What did you think about Pirlo and Balotelli not being in there? Did you expect it? No, but I think it's good to give the other players a chance. Balotelli doesn't deserve a place, I don't think, in this team. He's, he's been given chances with Milan this season, but he's not exactly used them in the best way. And Pirlo, he's playing in New York, uh, in America this year. He just got beat 7-0. Oh, seven, seven yeah, yeah, I mean, he's playing, but I mean, I think he's just like having a walk about on the pitch. He's 37 right. years old. <laughs> you've seen the players he's playing with? Yeah. They're hopeless. He's 37 years old. The, the consensus <laughs> is that the team is solid at the back, and weak in midfield. They've yeah. got some strong wing well, play. They're weak in the sense that they don't have, you know, Ver- you know, Verratti, which like he's a, he's he's our best like midfielder. I mean, we still got Thiago Motta, still quite a solid like centre midfielder. De Rossi probably played just above the defence. But the thing with the Italians, you never know like what how they're going to turn up. I mean, during the qualifiers, I mean, they did have some like outstanding performances. I mean, they like. Demolished Malta like two one two one nil wins. Uh, they're like notoriously like strong these Maltese and I mean they didn't lose they didn't lose. 
But, I mean, we, we just got to see how it goes on the first game. That's what it pretty much is with the Italians. I mean, Conte gets a lot of stick. Apparently, he gives the players a bit of a run-in when they went to training that. But they still... I mean, the defence as well. We've got, we got to bring up the defence. The defence is solid. I mean, Juventus... Fair enough, they didn't do that too well in the Champions League. Bit unfortunate. Mm-hmm. But the defence is, you know, more or less a Juventus defence. Uh, One said he had comfortably got Pidali the other day. That's right, man. That's right. As I say, will the fact that Conte is not going to be there... Conte, oh, next yeah, is that going to make a difference? Nah, not at all. Does he want to end on a high, or is he not that bothered? What's the situation there? Not think? that bothered. I mean, nah, that's that's not true at all. No, I think the geezer wants to win. He's. I think they're going to be a surprise package. Yeah, they could. They can't do. score goals. You Their top that. goal scorer was Pele. It's three goals in the qualifying. Doesn't I mean, matter. we got Chidi Mobla. Means nothing. Qualifying, <laughs> as Dan Grimes once said, qualifying doesn't mean anything. To win games and to score goals. You but then again, the four years ago, Spain won all their games in the qualifiers and they, won it. and they won it. And the only team to have done that this time is... Oh, it's England. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, you do say Italy doesn't have a striker, but you're only looking at Z- uh, Pelle, Ede and Immobile. What about Zaza? Zaza last season with Sassuolo got a good amount of goals in Serie A and he wasn't going to get enough game time this season yeah. with the likes of Mandzukic and Dybala up front That's for Juve and Morata and Zaza does have goals in him mm. I remember well, that absolute blinder that he scored against Dybala he's not, not even sure in the Cup of America is he against Napoli they didn't pick him yes no. oh god uh, yeah so I mean we can hope I mean I'll probably won't even be sporting Italian this, <coughs> this Euros San Marino uh, Slovakia Oh, yeah. <laughs> I find I think it's an amazing thing that Balotelli hasn't been called up though. He's a maverick. You need so, mavericks. In your no, team. not not him, not him, not him. Anyone but him. You don't like Balotelli? I hate Balotelli. Why? I absolutely hate Balotelli. What? Because it's Man City connection. No, no, it doesn't have anything to do with Man City. It's just the way he is as a player and a person. Mm. Yeah, I've never been his greatest fan. I think. Yeah, but I think in terms of football, you need Mavericks on the pitch. A Maverick can do anything. Who are you talking he's about? A, he's, a, he's a showman. He's a showman. He will perform Palo on the big stage. Nah, I think he won't. the only thing he's that not he's good ever he's not the, good the only thing he's ever known for is why. He I mean, this is. I mean, this this brings back the debate, the debate yeah. about football and footballers. I mean, even in life, it's it's all about consistency. If yeah. you want to be a good <laughs> footballer. Yeah, you can act like, let's say there's, there's like 50-odd games in a season, mm. you know, and people, like, any player can have two or three good games in that 50-game season and play amazing, people, he's an amazing player, but it's all about consistency, and this is why, you know, players like, you know, R- 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 Ronaldo and like Messi, they're, they're considered so high because for about five or six seasons, even more, they, they play on that level. And players like Balotelli haven't even done that for one season, let alone, it's just odd games, odd goals, rubbish. Balotelli... Surely he's had his best games for the national team. His two goals against probably, Germany yeah. got Italy That's to the, the final. That's the only game you can like mention. That's a defining game though. In a it big is a defining yeah, it game. Out. It but looks, that, it that can't it. earn him. That one game can't earn him, earn him a call up to you know no. a career worth of Italy you like caps. Absolutely, especially with a manager like yeah. Conte. Conte, yeah, 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 yeah he's, he's not So who's Italy's danger man in this tournament? Bob? Yeah, definitely Insigne for me. This season in Serie A with Higuain, he's been dangerous. He's been the standout as well as Higuain for Napoli. Absolutely, I agree with that. I mean, in Zinja, the problem with Zinja up until the, like the few like this this season was that he couldn't sing, which basically translates to he couldn't score. But this season, he's he's you know he's got a lot more playing time with a new manager. 
scoring a, lot, a few more goals and playing a lot better. And let's hope he can do it because the geese are ta- you know, technically very good. Dan, we were, we were talking about Italy before the uh, the pod. Yeah. Talk us through your thoughts on the Italian team this tournament. Uh, personally, I think they, they're going to flop. 100%. Because they, they might scrape out of their group, but like I said before, they can't score goals. Their defence is not all that. They've got a great goalie, but he's old. He's getting old. He's, he's past Oof. it. He's past it. He's still broke the record. He hasn't watched any Juventus games this season. I personally no, think no, Buffon I is playing better. Like this, is played better this season than he has done. I want Italy five to be well ago. for the fact of one for this podcast because I want I want Italians to be well. The, the thing is with the Italians is that they're likely more they're more than likely to qualify, even though their group is pretty solid. Yeah, but like you uh, said before, it's how it's not like who's Ireland are going to finish fourth. Yeah, that's well. I mean, they've got a pretty. They've got hard championship group. players, as Bob said before the podcast. And they're that's a it. Of championship players. And that's it. And once they get into the knockout stages, the Italians they're hard to beat. With a defence like that. They're very then, stubborn. Who knows? Who knows? I can't predict it, to be honest. I still think Slovakia are going to win it. I think Montalivo could be a surprise player. <laughs> Montalivo? Yeah. He's a, I've always rated Montalivo. Yeah. But in tournaments Isn't he half like... German? Yeah. He is, His yeah. mother is German. Oh, yes. In tournaments <laughs> like this, do you need one player to get... No, you need a solid yeah, yeah, team. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Bob. You need a solid team. You <laughs> Leicester this season. They have a solid team. That's what you need. You heard it here first. I, think they, I believe they might win it. Italy. That's a shout. I don't know. I think they might flop. So, moving on, there's five new teams that have never actually appeared in the European Championships before. So uh, we've taken each of us have taken a team and tried to find the most interesting fact that we can find. So uh, kick us off, Leo. Who who out of the five? Who did you draw? I chose Slovakia. <laughs> and what was what was the uh, the interesting? What was it? What interested you about Slovakia? I don't know. Okay, well, basically, Slovakia have got a player called Marek Amsik, which, uh, you know, he plays for Napoli, so I suppose that's why I chose it. But other than him, I don't really know who else plays for him. Skirtle for Liverpool, who's the captain. Um, I mean, a little interesting fact about Slovakia is they've actually, technically, they've actually won the Euros. All right, mate. All right, we're going a bit political here, but, you know, in 1976, in, you know, the ho- in Yugoslavia, which is also another defunct country... They won it, you know, as Czechoslovakia. And, like, the final was really famous because the geezer called Panenka scored the Panenka penalty, you know, to win it. How many players? But he's, he was from Prague. So he was, he's from the you know, Czech Republic in that so, sense. So, but, you know, as Slovakia's first time. So there. could you say that they technically have won half the cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've got half a trophy. Or maybe 5%, considering how small yeah. Slovakia is. I mean, the, I mean, <laughs> little interesting fact about, you know, today's Slovakia is they, they beat Spain. For the like, uh, I can't remember how, how long Spain had gone unbeaten in 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 the Euros, including the qualifiers. It it'd been a long time, and they you know they beat them two one at home. I think they won their first five games of the qualifiers. So, and uh, Craig Bellamy the other day said you know he he fears uh, he fears Slovakia over England in their group. He's just saying for the wins. Wind up the media and wind up the fans. Dan, who did you pick? Uh, I chose Northern Ireland. Oof. Close and, to home. Yeah, close to home. Yeah. And one one fact I've got there was the most spoken minority language is Mandarin. Really? That's a weird fact. I did not have a clue of that. So basically, in twenty years' time, 
we're going to see loads of Chinese players playing for Northern Ireland. Yeah. It's going to be like the World Snooker Championships. <laughs> yeah. Ding Jong-wee in the final. Yeah. Is James Watt on a feature in the background? <laughs> no, no, it's an interesting fact. Uh, Northern, Ar- <laughs> Northern Ireland are a funny one, though, really, because their striker, Carl Lafferty, he scored six goals in qualifying, but he actually, his club he plays for in Norwich, can't get a game. Went alone to Birmingham in March, scored one goal. Yeah. So he's a bit like David Healy. Yeah, David Healy, the scored the most amount of goals in qualifying, didn't he? How was that? Four years ago, was it? Uh, I think so, yeah. He even scored four, three or four goals against Spain, right? Yeah, because I remember Lewandowski equaled the amount of goals in qualifying, didn't he, this campaign? Oh, really? Yeah. So Northern Ireland, they're a funny team, and in their group, who's in their group, <laughs> Germany, Ukraine, Poland, I don't see them progressing, but I think it's great that Northern Ireland are in the championship. Yeah, one of the home it's nations. pretty cool. Do you think that Cole Lafferty will get in on the goals? Probably not. Probably not. I think it's yeah. zero goals, personally, but I really hope they do. It's their first one for 30 years as well. Yeah, I mean, the interesting fact about Northern Ireland is that, um, about, sorry, Lafferty was, you know, when he played for Palermo, he was the guy who kept Di Paolo Di Bala on the bench. Yeah, but Lafferty, actually, he went to a team in Turkey as well. Maybe so he's probably got the most international experience of Northern Ireland. In there we go. There so go. he really is a key man. This team. <laughs> he's huge yeah. man. Him and Stephen Davis in the midfield. How did they qualify? <laughs> they qualified because had a solid unit and a great manager in Michael O'Neill, who is now God, not to be linked with Martin O'Neill, the other Martin manager. <laughs> and Chris, you were you were given Wales, I believe. I was given Wales. I wouldn't have had it, I wouldn't have had it any other way. <laughs> um, very close to home as well. Just up the M6. That's it. Um, but go to Birmingham. Yeah, yeah. I like to take the long way around. Um, <laughs> I honestly think that Wales are another team that they are they definitely could another team. surprise a lot of people here. I mean, they've got a solid manager in Chris Coleman. He's been around the block a few times. Craven Cottage. Um, Real sociable. Yeah, he's got an internet. He's got international experience. We've got a solid spine. Great fact about them is that Gareth Bale actually happened to have the most attempts on goal during qualifying 52 attempts if I'm right and that's more than the whole Andorra team <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a phenomenal stat so in taking that did he score any? I don't think he did no, no he must have <laughs> what are you talking about? he might have scored one or two here or there it's Gary I think, Blaine, he, scored I think he scored no I don't I, know I, I reckon he was probably involved in 80% of their goals yeah he's, I mean, a, they he's were even, a key man but did, I think a lot of people and a lot of teams will be kind of overshadowed by Gareth Bale and I think Aaron Ramsey is more of a key man than, than Gareth Bale but it's like coming back to the whole Wales team Dan hit up on a good point they have a really solid spine <laughs> they do have a really solid spine if you think about Ashley Williams Aaron Ramsey Gareth Bale they are it's a, it's a solid spine and they seem like they're friends as well yeah it's a solid spine. I mean, you've got a player that I don't know why Liverpool don't play him more often than they do. Um, Joe Allen. I wow. think he's a great I mean, this is the ball. great thing. Like, <coughs> I mean, the Euros got a bit of slack when they introduced, the, you know, the 24 teams over the 16 teams in the sense that, you know, the Euros had, had always been, like, arguably a harder competition to win than the World Cup because of, you know, the calibre of teams that qualified. Because it was a small uh, tournament, only 16 teams, and they were all big, solid teams from Europe. But now that they've increased it, it has given chance, you know, it's made the tournament, you know, appeal to a wider audience in the sense that, you know, teams like Wales have qualified, Ice, well, we'll go to Iceland, you know, Slovakia, and it, it, I don't know, it makes it more interesting, 
it, anything can happen, especially when you know you quickly go to the knockout stages. And that's yeah. what Shay Gibbons think, said, didn't he, from the last defo, uh, defo. Euros? Because then they lose both their games. Because All three of the games, smashed. yeah. And he came out saying, "This is not like the World Cup where you play someone like Saudi Arabia." Yeah. <laughs> it's like you're playing solid, solid teams. Wh- which begs the question: How did Holland not qualify? Absolutely, that's very true. Because well, Turkey, because of Iceland. I just don't think Holland. Which leads yeah, Holland, have the, uh, Holland yeah, don't have absolutely. the team they, they used to have. They don't. Yeah. I honestly don't think they do. Which leads us on nicely to Iceland, Bob. You 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 were tasked with reading up on Iceland. Yeah, the smallest country in the uh, whole tournament. Actually, Paris's population is almost twenty times the size of oh, Iceland's. Unbelievable! Out of six teams in their qualifying group, they come fourth. That's, that's incredible. Behind Iceland and Turkey. Three teams in their group qualified. But, yeah. The, uh, which leaves Albania as the uh, the fifth team to have qualified. And the, the, the most interesting thing that I found out about Albania was that Gianni De Biazzi, their Italian coach, was actually given honorary citizenship for what, for the, what he'd done for the country. Interestingly, he's married to an Albanian... And it was given to him before they would even qualified Albania to the tournament. Oh, He'd been there since 2011. And when they did qualify, the country's prime minister came out to thank him with the words, Dearest Jamni, words cannot express my gratitude to you. That's beautiful, huh? Beautiful. 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 Only beautiful. Words only a mother would say. That, that's what bring, that is what's so great about football. So we're on the last part of the show now, the predictions, which is why we're all here. Okay, so so this is the part of the show where we talk about who we think will win, who we think will be top goal scorer, and if any, who will be the surprise of the tournament. Kick it off, Krish. Who do you who do you fancy to win the tournament? Who do I, the team that I fancy to win, mainly because of their team history. I think Italy. Um, <laughs> That's a shock what, choice. It's a yeah. shock choice. It's a shock choice. But stranger things have happened. And I'm not going to talk about the team just up the road from Milton Keynes. Um, but I think history can, history suggests that a team like Italy, with the lack of players that they've got, I think they could, I, I think they could do it. I really think they could do it. And they have, because it's not going, it's not for them. It's, it's not, there's nothing going for them. There's no pressure. They're a stubborn team to play against. Well, great, great defence. Um... In saying a surprise, I'm going to go for Northern Ireland. You think they could spring the surprise? I, I think they could. I really hope they do. <laughs> I really it. hope they do. Well, after Leicester. I hope they do. They could. And... Top goal scorer. Top goal scorer, I will go for... The big... The big man up top. Robert Lewandowski. I thought I was going to say Zlatan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Lewandowski, eh? Oh. Dan, who are your picks? Uh, the team I think are going to win it are Germany. Oof. Solid team. Always do well in tournaments. They're, in a, they're playing, in their group, we've got Ukraine, Poland and Northern Ireland. The hardest game, I think, for them will be against Poland, obviously, because the historic rivalry. But apart from that, I think they'll cruise for their group. And they've obviously got a good team. And with Germany, I think, going to win it, I'm going to coincide that with Thomas Müller being top goal scorer because he loves scoring goals. He does. Have you yeah. seen him celebrate? Yeah. <laughs> the guy is like a child. Yeah. <laughs> scoring a goal in the park. He just loves playing football and loves scoring goals. 
And I love it when someone who loves their sport or loves what they do does yeah. well. Especially when he's so bad at it. <laughs> he's like, not bad, he just does his job. And yeah, that's it. He's like, he's like Pip Zagi. Like, <laughs> the guy shouldn't be playing that sport. But then he does the job. A player to watch, I'll say, is Paco Alcacer from uh, Spain. Because he scored six goals in, in 11 games for Spain. He obviously plays for Valencia. And then for Valencia, he scored 15 goals in all competitions for a team that came 12th place. And had sacked their manager throughout the season. And he was even the manager was even confident enough to give him captaincy as a 22-year-old. And he's kicking out Torres and Costa. True. So that's yeah, my yeah, player yeah. to watch. I'm not going to say he's going to be a good top goal scorer, but I think he'll do very well. And the fact that he's 22 and from Valencia. You haven't. And your surprise of the tournament? Uh, my surprise is Croatia. Croatia. Because if they get out of their group, obviously their group Spain, Czech Republic, and Turkey. But look at their team: Modric, Rakitic, Kovacic, and Mandzukic. Mandzukic, yeah. They've got Real Madrid and Barcelona in midfield. <laughs> and let's not forget their top goal scorer Ivan Perisic had an amazing season for Inter I know, as well. Yeah. Oh, obviously Inter Milan. You love a bit of Inter Milan. <laughs> uh, one amazing. I've got a little fact about them. They got a point deducted for having a Swartzka burnt on the pitch in qualifying against yeah, Italy. <laughs> Very random. They did indeed. They did. But indeed. I just think that they'll, they'll they'll surprise a few teams if they get out of their group. So, are you confident that they will get out of the group? Czech Republic, Turkey? Yeah, Spain's going to be a hard game, obviously. Czech Republic, they've got a great goalie in Petr Czech. Turkey, they're just, they'll just boot you all over the pitch. They're, <laughs> they're like Uruguay oh, in the 1970s. But then, yeah, I think, I think they'll do well. They'll get out of their group, personally. Leo, your picks? Uh, I, I, I have no idea. But you know what? We haven't mentioned <laughs> France, right? So, I'm going to mention France. <clears throat> and I'm going to say France might do it in terms of winning I mean they got a half decent manager Didier Deschamps Pogba someone else Lloris Griezmann <laughs> Griezmann now they're a decent they're a bloody decent team Martial yeah Martial I mean uh, the last, also the last time uh, the last time a host country won their tournament was in uh, was in 1984 and it was the French it's only happened three times that was the last time yeah so I'll just say France we also won the World Cup at home too. Yeah, yeah but in terms of Euros, in terms of like Euro B. That was two years before Bob was born. Yeah. 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 Bob was a Manilian baby. Uh, uh, well, a top goal scorer, I'm going to go with Muller as well, because the, the guy, Germany are going to get far, and he'll probably score a few. And uh, surprise, I'm going to say... Do you guys think they could do another spin? What's that, the Germans? Yeah, they could do. They could World do. Cup the thing is, you don't really know this tournament. Like I've said before... Like so many teams are going to get to the knockout stages. There's uh, there's an extra knockout stage compared to other past years. Who knows? You know, it, it take the knockout stage is one game. You can like France can easily get knocked out. You know, let's say catch Wales early on. You never know. You never know. Uh, and my surprise package, let's say, is I don't know Wales. I'm going to go for Wales. Is Wales a surprise considering they could have got number two in the world potentially? It is. Historically, yes. But we were in prison. Yeah, but historically, you know, they've only ever qualified for one other tournament in their whole lives. So, yeah, I'll say Wales, you know. Not a lot is expected from them. They've got a hard group, Slovakia, England and, and Russia. So, yeah, surprise. May I just quickly add my key player to watch? I didn't say this. But if he does start, or if he... It's Anthony Martial. And I'll leave it at that. Because if people have seen him, they'll know about him. 
Marshall, yeah. Very, very precise. Oh, but the thing is, is like Marshall, like apparently next season he might not be available to play Thursdays. Um, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Is he available to play on the Thursday night? <laughs> is that that, 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 is, that is, <laughs> Did you support? Yeah. Uh, uh, Leicester City. Avelina. They got uh, Benavento actually got promoted. Yeah, Benavento. Serie B. Serie B. You still be Juve. Moving on. Moving on. So Bob. <laughs> Your tips for the finals. I think people are uh, underrating Spain just because they had a bad World Cup. When you're leaving out the likes of Mata and Diego Costa, you know your team's strong. True. And you, they don't leave them out because they the manager doesn't favour them because players like Adariz this season have shown what how strong they can be, and Spain have a strong squad as we know. We've seen them win three major tournaments in a row, smashing Italy in a final with it. Mm. And, uh, yeah, for my top scorers, uh, I'd say Griezmann up top for France is a strong pick. With Benzema out, uh, France are going to look to him as a big man up top. For He's got 22 goals in the league, seven in the Champions League, and it's a strong campaign. But I also feel Milik could be dangerous for Poland. That's a shout. Yep. Everyone, everyone's You're going to... hear it here first, Milik. Everyone's <laughs> going to Lewandowski. I definitely hear it first. You, you, got, you got 21 goals this season in 28 games, along with seven assists. And, and who does Milik play for, Bob? He plays in uh, the Dutch League for Ajax. Indeed, indeed. I mean, everyone who plays so, for Ajax scores so 25 scores goals and plus. is semi-skinned Milik. Well, the interesting <laughs> thing <laughs> is Well, the interesting thing with top goal scorers is every year that every tournament that goes by, it takes less and less to become a top goal scorer. So after 2004, really? Barros had five goals. Right. 2008, David Villa won it with four. Was it? And then in uh-huh. 2012, six players yeah, yeah. scored three goals. So pretty much but one hat trick. I think Torres got it though. Because he had more assists. More assists. Yeah, yeah, right. That's why Robert Lewandowski yeah. will win it. And Balotelli was joined with that. Oh. So you've got to look at it like the fact of the groups. And in the group stages, when the teams are bad, who's going to score two? Well, that, Daniel Grimes. <laughs> Luckily, I did my research. See, I'm tipping for the top goal scorer, Cristiano Ronaldo. Oh, that is such a shout. The group consists of Iceland, Austria and Hungary. (laughs) And and I'm tipping Portugal to go all the way here. They're completely underrated. But their team, I do like the way their team looks. And they've also got players like Nani and Quaresma, which they know this is their last... Quaresma still play? Quaresma is still there. Who's their striker? He's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Is it Ricardo Salinga? No, no, no. No, no, Portugal, I think, have a great team. And Quaresma actually has teardrop tattoos on their, on his yeah, face yeah. now as well. So he looks like he's out to kill someone. I mean, I never really know that guy, whether he's gone bald or not. Because, <laughs> like, whether he's had some work done to his hair. Cause, Why you is know, that? Is he not completely shaved off? And now he's shaven even again. I don't know. Something's going Didn't on. They, they, they got seven wins in a row as well after their first loss to Albania, so they're informed. <laughs> I do like I do like. I do yeah, no, no, that's now a, is a, a shout. phenomenal shout. Yeah, well, of course. I mean, the guy, he's got six goals in all the Euros. All the Euro tournaments, which is three behind the leader, Miguel Bladini. He's gonna, he's gonna be that. I, the, the guy scores. That's another, that's the great thing about Ronaldo. As much as I 
prefer Messi, and I always have to defend Messi, which means I have to slay That's Ronaldo. Big, you only prefer Messi because he's a guy. Like Messi. Ronaldo, he does a job. Well, luckily, Messi's consistent... not playing this. He's in the Copa America. So Absolutely. He's all right. Yeah. Well, my shout is, is Ronaldo will get two hat-tricks in the group stage. That's my that's my stupid pick. Do you not think he's going to be a marked man, though? Are they not going to put... Save some for, like, a team like Hungary or a solid, you know? They're going to put, like, three players this on is it. Yeah, this is Cristiano You can man-mark him, you can double-team him, you can put three men on him. <laughs> he will still find a way to wriggle his way I hope around. he does. I, I, just for football and a neutral point of view, I love him to just absolutely demolish it. Mm. That's not to say that these teams aren't good, Iceland, Austria and Hungary, but... Oh, you've got... Big man, Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yeah, he got Arne Johnson. Arne <laughs> Champions League winner. Oh yeah. And uh, my surprise for the tournament was going to be Croatia, but that's already been explained. So uh, that's pretty. Mu- that pretty much wraps so up. So are they surprised then? If me, me, and you have both picked Croatia. Oh, I'm guessing that me and you have both looked into it to pick our surprise. What about, people... what about Turkey? True. Why are they surprised? Were, yeah. were you in, were you impressed by Turkey in the England friendly? Well, How many fouls did they commit in that game? Come on, if that if that match was a competitive match, I don't think England, they would have had four red cards. I don't think it would have been much closer than what it was. I love charisma, man. Plus, I love it One one last word: Zlatan. No, we've gone for an entire pod and not mentioned. Yeah. That's very true. The legend. The legend. Yeah, the legend. Goals this season in League One. Legend. Thirty-four age. years old. In his yeah, first I mean, game is against Republic of Ireland, against John O'Shea and Paul McShane. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy is good. He could get top goal scorer in the first he game could, against he Ireland. Could. He could score the goal of the season in the first game. Let's be honest, he can do anything. Sweden didn't have it too easy to qualify though. They did have to, uh, they have to go, go through the playoffs against the Danimark. The so, question is, oh yeah, it was the Battle of Scandinavia, wasn't yeah. it? Is anyone going to dare to Zlatan and change? Okay, so well, I think that was a. Uh, that's where we wrap out. Christian Gedia, you're on your way to Australia in a week. How does it feel? Been a pleasure. It's been good. It feels good. <laughs> How are you yeah. going to actually watch any of the games? Considering you're going to be in another time zone yeah. and. I'll outside. try. I'll yeah. give, I'll give are you going to stay up to watch Albania versus. You Romania? might have no choice. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, if Razavan Rat is playing, I'm staying up. <laughs> Uh, Romania, Albania, Czech Republic versus Turkey. <laughs> which one do you Iceland, Austria? Which one do you watch? Iceland, he's got to be Romania. Someone's got to support the Romanians. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. It's yeah. got to be me halfway around the world and stuff that I will do. Do it, man. Do it. Well, all the best, Krish. And thank you for listening. And we'll be back. When will we be back? After the uh, first round of yeah. group matches. I think we're going to do it after the first round of the groups. And uh, we'll, we'll bang out another shared talk to keep you guys, you know, uh, properly informed about the tournaments. You know, we don't want you, you know, slipping up on your information. And you will have the unbiased, much needed Australian view. Yeah, yeah, we'll try. We'll try to get a Skype or a nice little. Let's see what the ruse are saying. Let's, let's get you up at 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah. Adieu à jamais